I'm gonna follow right behind Adri. Yeah, that's okay. And I'll follow too. I'm gonna get killed. No, actually, you guys stay. Yes, yeah, stay right behind me, though, please. Okay. We're all gonna get killed together. Um. Okay, and then Arlen, you get to go. What? Really? Yeah. All right. Okay, so a mostly ineffective turn. That was a poop round. Yep. Maybe I'll be able to hit things. I'm pretty good at hitting things, just not hitting things. For the uh, Lady Adri, I expect this was not a homecoming that she's looking forward to. You would be right there. Chapter 164, The Tax Collectors. Okay. So, in the last episode, you guys had gone and battled some driders. And uh, how did that how did that battle go? Slowly. Yeah, it took a while. They were they were tough customers. It was a bit of a sticky situation for our yes. paladin. Mm-hmm. I did good. Yes, um, the Drider's webs definitely were an impediment to at least one of the members of the party. Um, and actually, I think, Kraval, you had a little trouble there, but you were able to engage eventually. Uh, the monks seem to do pretty darn well with it. Yeah, it's really nice to be able to teleport. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like the second encounter in a row that Cotter was like pretty much useless. He kept getting stuck. Yep. Oh, well, there's always next encounter. Yes. Yeah, maybe I'll be able to hit things. I'm pretty good at hitting things, just not hitting things. Just not in getting other people. Ways. Yep. Really good. Anyway, so um, you guys are in the middle of the room. Well, not in the middle of the room. You're dispersed all through the room. Cotter's busy getting his feet unstuck from the floor. Uh, and uh, Arlen's all the way in the back, having blown things to bits, as usual. And the monks are all the way forward. And then uh, Kraval is all the way to the right, standing next to uh, various uh, corpses of uh Driders that are just now heaped on the floor, le- leeching ichor into the webbing. And as we said, there's about half a dozen of these little kind of trapdoor spider holes that apparently they were able to get in and out. They're about uh, five feet wide. And uh, yeah, it's where you guys are. You're sitting in the middle of the room. So what are we going to do? And I believe we were going to check out the inside of those trapdoors and see if there's any good things hidden. Okay. Um, so, um, before we do, we send Cotter else, down. Yes. Before we do anything else, um, everybody roll for me perception. Oof. 16. 13. And 10 for me. 22. Okay. And nine. So, um, Arlen and, and Noan are still too busy kind of picking the way across the floor. Uh, but the rest of you notice that there are a number of spiders in this cavern. Um, They aren't dangerous sized spiders, but they are about the size of your fist. Yeah. So with the legs are probably about the size of a a dinner plate. So that sounds dangerous. Um, Well, I mean, you wouldn't want to meet one in a dark alley, but uh, you're not in a dark alley. You're in a a dark webby. No, we're in a dark tunnel. Uh, But they do seem to be clinging to the ceiling and the walls. um, And they don't seem to be, 
aggressive or headed in your way in any way. But they, you uh, definitely they maybe they had some pets here in the in the uh, cavern as well. Arlen, you looking to pick up any new pets? Or? Nope. No, I'm good. Don't need. No. Nope. How's how's our crystalline pet doing? Pretty darn well. Just sitting there, kind of nuzzling uh, uh, Cotter's ear all the time. Yeah, I didn't get attacked at all, so there was no chance for our friend to take any damage or deal any damage for that matter. Yeah, when you're in the middle of the room, completely away from everything. Okay, so what are you guys going to do? Um, you got to remember the northwest corner of the room is just one big gaping hole in the webbing that a fireball blasted to bits. Uh, but there, like I said, there's six other tunnels around there that uh, you guys could enter. I need to heal. Oh. Okay. Um, any anybody else need to do anything there? So I'm gonna do that. Roll a couple. Yeah, of I need like fifteen. Ooh. Uh, do you not have the thing? Maybe? Don't. Nope. Oh, you rolled two at once. I forgot. You know what? I'll drink um a healing potion. I mean, we have spells. If you want to, I'm three away. I have one hit point remaining, so sorry about that. Wait. I'm not actually sure how in, far in, I'm in down. Your lay on hands, you mean? In a hot yeah. minute. So, oh. Connor, are you able to just lay on hands then? Um, I have one hit point remaining, although I don't remember what that was. You you had to dump them all the on previous yourself. fight into yourself when you got yeah. just completely banged down by the uh, dire trolls. Oh yeah, and we didn't rest after that, I guess. We so did a short rest. Short rest. Yep. Been a while, I guess. It's been a while. Well, if you'd like, I can do a prayer of healing and do a nice little globe of healing for everybody. That would be appreciated. How much okay, then I, I will do prayer of healing at third level. It takes about 10 minutes to go up, but when it does, everybody will get back. Here's hoping I don't run roll poorly. Make sure I'm rolling the right dice, which of course I am not. Uh, that will be 15 points of healing to everybody. Cool. So where does that put everybody now? I've I'm all healed up. I'm good. I'm also full, and I was at full. That that puts me at about two thirds, and I'm okay with that. Do you want me to give you like a cure wounds or something? No, I have spell slots. I'm just. Uh, with the way everything's been going, I'm a little loath to uh, to try to uh, waste all the spell slots right now. Do you now. want to roll hit dice? Uh, if we're taking a short rest, but I don't know if we want to take a short rest well, right that, here. Well, your spell took 10 minutes, so that's a short rest. Yeah, but a short rest is closer to an hour. It's closer to half an hour, I thought, but yeah. yeah. I know something I would like to try, though. I would like to take another 10 minutes um, if that's... The DM says this is okay, and I would like to lay out the ritual for speak with animals. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. You could definitely do that while everyone else is uh, spelunking down the, the uh, webbed tunnels. Okay, um, the idea of this is when it goes off, is I want to talk to the spiders. Okay, okay. So, are the rest of you going to uh, head down the uh, web tunnels, or in the case of Arlen, go uh, and uh, look in the gaping hole you just made in the webbing on the northwest corner? I'll head down. I'm gonna spelunk. Sounds okay. Good. So um Arlen actually rolled for me investigation as you get to the edge of that ragged hole that you created. Fifteen. Okay. And you do see, I mean it drops about ten feet, and uh, you do see something glittering down there. 
Shiny. Yes. So something is shining back at you. So there's something something down there. If you in, you could probably climb down without too much trouble because there's ragged bits of webbing that are uh, hanging down. Yay! And uh, the rest of you, like I said, the tunnels are about five feet in width, so they're not in the least bit difficult to navigate down. And they do end up in little nests, um, although it seems like only the these three of them were used at one point. Uh, but they're definitely there's uh, bones of various prey that are. Uh, you know, collected in corners of these of these nests, and uh, in fact, a few dried husks of uh, looks like some uh, you know dwarves, or whether they're dwarves or darrow or duragar, you can't quite tell in this uh, desiccated state, uh, and some other creatures that you can't quite put your finger on. Uh, but there's also shiny little bits, so you guys can collect those up and bring them up to the top. And uh, why don't we bop back to Craval while everyone is busy doing their uh their loot finding okay um once the um i don't have the actual spell in front of me for exactly what i can do with speak with animals in this case because technically this isn't really an animal it's a spider which is so an it's, i guess it goes it's if it's a beast you can speak to it yeah okay um then i'd kind of like to try to um speak with the animal yeah i just kind of like just God, I don't know how chitter, <laughs> hiss, whatever, to talk to these spiders and try to get them, um, try to get them a uh, an indication of where, how we're trying to find this city that Ooh, good idea. these creatures that used to come from, and if they might be able to help, give me a direction for how to uh, get there. Okay, so you uh, carry on a you know a conversation, so you know you. Uh... Uh, sit on your tuffet and a little spider sits down beside you and uh, you start chitting with it and uh, the chitter goes back and forth and you, you just hear Craval up on the surface while you guys are under underground in the webbing just going you know squeak 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 I didn't know he could make that sound yes and you hear the just a much quieter one shrieking back at him that's terrifying and what you get out of the conversation um their Craval is um, the uh, the spiders refer to the drow as the glorious ones, mm-hmm. and they refer to the driders as the unfortunate ones. And um, they say that um, from time to time they see the glorious ones in the big passage, and they say, "Take the big passage and go down." And you'll get to the city of the glorious ones. Excellent. Um, I thank them so much and leave them to their wall crawling ways. And then when everyone's done picking up what they're doing, I'll tell them what I learned from the spiders and where we need to go. Very good. Okay. And you guys all make it back up to the surface. And um, when you collect what you've found in the nests, it wasn't a whole lot. But it did seem like the driders were able to collect various oddments and items, um, and, you know, either from their victims themselves or maybe uh, they've raided for them and, and collected them. But um, if in, anyone wants to write the uh, the loot down, uh, Drew, don't you usually? I'm ready. Okay, right. good. Um, you find 160 silver pieces between all the nests. Okay. And 40 electrum pieces. Okay. And 180 gold pieces. 
Okay. And 20 platinum pieces. Okie dokie. You also find three necklaces, um, one in each of the uh, the nests that uh, has a dangling spider pendant on it, and it's probably worth about 250 gold pieces. Each? Mm-hmm, yep. And okay. in one of the nests tucked in the back was a greatsword. Hmm. And it's very interesting because the pommel and the and the blade guard, the cross hilt, look exactly like the one that Cotter has. Almost like it's a match set. To the sword he currently holds? Yes. And hmm. then in one of the And he has the flame blade, right? Yes, he does, yes. Okay, so this looks like maybe a two handed flame blade. Yeah. Potentially. Um, it certainly is not of drow manufacture. It is definitely a, one of the uh, an item of the old kingdom. Um, obviously, you can speculate on how it got down here. Uh, but uh, then there's also a wand of some sort, Ooh. of black ebony, and then you find a shield in another one. And once again, the shield doesn't seem to be of drow manufacture. Um, it's got a, uh, a rampant griffin on it. Uh, can I do like a history check or something to see if I recognize that kind of yeah imagery? sure six um, no you can think of dozens and dozens of people that have uh, put griffins on their shields and would you say that all of these items look um, extremely uh, well for presumably how long they might have been down here they seem to be unblemished yes wow. For everybody who wants to know for the loose change, that's uh, 32 silver pieces, 8 electrum, 36 gold, and 4 platinum per person. 32, 8, 34. 36, 4. 36, 4. Thank you. Unless anyone has an issue with the necklaces, we'll just go in the bag of holding for later. And I, I imagine if we can, whatever else we can fit in the bag should go in, like a wand. I don't think the shield's going to fit, right? Um, or do we want to call up Galchabar to see what each of the, uh, for him to kind of let's, identify them? Let's go down the tunnel a little bit so we're no longer walk sitting on the uh, tight walk of possible drop of death, and then do that. What a great idea. I, I have them on occasion. Okay, so you're going to exit the room? You know, if I say, hey, Cotter, you know how to ignite your your broadsword. Can you try to ignite this two-handed sword? See if it works? Sure. I'll... Is it, it's a command word, right? Yeah. I try the same command word. Okay, and it does ignite in flames. Okay. Ooh. Um, disignite? Yes. Turn it off? Disignite. <laughs> Ignite the sword is such a like fancy phrase, but then I, the only words I can think of is turn it off, and that's sort of technical and bare. But yeah, perhaps this was owned by one of perhaps it was owned by one of four mighty adventurers who, uh, even though it is inscripted in weird elvish runes, it's a translation for flame on. <laughs> Thank Indeed. you, Owen, for extinguish. extinguish. Extinguish the sword. And does it fit in the bag of holding again? Oh, yeah. You can just, yeah. Like, just slide it in there. Just 
Unless somebody wants to carry it themselves. Yeah, no one with a big old two-handed sword. That's funny. He'll go around hitting people with the pommel because it's a monk weapon that way. There we go. Okay. So you have a uh, big old uh, two-handed flame tongue and then some sort of wand and some sort of shield. Hey, do we want to just like get into the hallway and then call Kalshabar and ask? Or... Yeah, just so we're all standing on stone and not web. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So you'll exit the chamber at the far end there and... and uh, The correct chamber to go down, yes. Yeah. Well, there, there was an exit, as you remember, the far end of the chamber. And uh, mm-hmm. head on out. And once you get in the tunnel, um, Arlen, you got to pull out the ball? Yeah. Okay. Um, set up some lights so that Yaltador can see. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you pop up on the drift globe. And, like lights and swords on fire. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you pass the bowl, the hand over the bowl, and and uh, there's Galchabar, and you can see um, with the uh, lighting in the background, it's probably early afternoon there in uh, Waterfall City, and uh, he seems to be uh, having a snack and reading a book, and as usual, he becomes aware of your presence and fetches the bowl and and opens it up and and uh, says, "Ah, oh, hello, sorcerer." Uh, this is two days in a row. Uh, I'm actually beginning to uh, anticipate these conversations, just so I know you're safe. Um, I hope everything has been going well in the last 24 hours. Um, so, so far, um, we found some potentially magical items. Oh, very good. And and where did you stumble across them? Obviously, there are many cashments in the Underdark. Uh, we found them in a drider den. Oh, my goodness. Driders. Wow, I I've only ever heard of them in in legend, uh, the the banished of the dark elves, those that have failed their mistress, and uh, I hear they're very fearsome, difficult to hit, and they have poisonous uh, fangs that can rend you and uh, uh, do damage of all sorts. So, they were certainly unpleasant, I to imagine. say the least. Uh, but anyways, um, what did you call for? Um, produce the two items that we don't know what are. Oh, th- these are very fascinating. Um, the the shield is uh, very basic, uh, but um, it uh, does appear to be an artifact of the old kingdom. Uh, undoubtedly raided by the surface there and brought to the lower levels. Uh, who knows what by? Could be any any one of the races that live down there. Any one of the various peoples. Uh, but obviously has fallen into the driver's hands. Um, it is just a, simply a plus two shield. Simply. Simply. Okay. <laughs> just simply. Yes. That's um, better than what you got, isn't it, Carter? That, that is better than what I have, yes. Yep. I'll just, I'll just kind of like just wheel it out to you. Like, yeah, this is no no-brainer. <laughs> so are you going to take that one there, Cotter? Yes, I will. So stupid. And with the shield, my armor class is now 20. Okay, and it's very interesting what happens. You put it on your arm, and the device on the front changes from a griffin to a stylized swan. Cool. It, it, yeah, it actually turns into the uh, Fraser uh, coat of arms. That's pretty metal. Excellent. Very good. And the, uh, you hold up the other one, and, and Galchabar takes a look, and he's like, oh, well... I haven't seen one of these in a long, long time. Um, it's not going to get you out of too many jams, but it might help you get into some jams. Um, 
this is a wand of enemy detection. The wand of preserve gets into jam. I was like, I swear, if this is a wand of wonder, I'm just going to. He says, yeah, and so the wand of enemy detection has seven charges. And while holding it, you can use an action and expend one charge to speak its command word. For the next minute, you know the direction of the nearest creature hostile to you within 60 feet, but not its distance from you. The wand can sense the presence of hostile creatures that are ethereal, invisible, disguised, or hidden, as well as those in plain sight. The effects ends if you stop holding the wand, and it regains 1d6 plus 1 expended charges daily at dawn. And as always, if you expend the wand's last charge, you roll d20, and on a 1, the wand just crumbles into dust. And basically, it looks like an ebony stick, um, and at the very end is a little Y with a little gem that's set into it. Nice. So, as, as um, Galchbar says, so as, as I uh, was saying, it's, it's probably not going to be a terrible use for you uh, if you're actually in a uh, fracas, but uh, it could come in handy as a useful device for divining information. Uh, let's let's have, let's show the uh, just to make sure we're there's no secrets attached to it. Let's show them the great sword and then the necklaces as well, just to be safe. And he takes a look and says, "Well, the necklaces um, appear to be of draw manufacture. Um, you should be able to get a pretty penny for them, but I don't see anything magical about them. The sword, though, doesn't. Kraval, didn't you have a sword much like this one? Uh, I did. I uh, I gifted it to my younger brother." As he would, I felt he would use it to more effect than I would. Oh, very good. Well, that was a kingly gift indeed. Um, it a, definitely was a uh, product of the old kingdom, as is this. Um, no doubt this once grazed the back or hip of a uh, stout warrior of the old kingdom, perhaps even one of the nobles. Uh, it, it is, in fact, a flame-tongued uh, greatsword. Um, so, uh, Cotter, you have the ability to upgrade, if you wish, from... Uh, the one-handed sword to the two-handed sword, if you'd wish. I think I'd rather keep the shield. Very good. Well, Creval, maybe you can make of good use for it. I think it might be a tad heavy for Arlen, not used to martial weapons. And the monks, of course, uh, need no such weapons as they are weapons unto themselves. I, I think you're right. I think I might actually use this. Very good. Well, these are fantastic treasures, uh, um, no telling where the wand came from. It could be of drow manufacturer, or it might be a, of the uh, surface world. It's hard to say. So, Galchabar. Yes. Uh, what can we help you with the wand? So, as as we will undoubtedly find ourselves in a, a drow city, and and we have been able to disguise ourselves before, so I have no doubt that we can disguise ourselves there. Is is there something that you are looking for? in the city of the Underdark that we may be able to bring you. Well, I, I do believe you know what I'm looking for. Uh, the mission that I sent you on initially. Um, we must find and destroy the phylactery that's down in the Drow City. Um, where it might be down there, I don't know. But obviously your first step in this mission is just to find the city itself. Although um, for the uh, Lady Adri, I expect this was not a homecoming that she's looking forward to. You would be right there. Yes, I can only imagine. Yeah, I can. And thank you for your sacrifice in this matter. It's uh, very important for those of us on the surface. Um, even the drow below might at one point rue 
the rise of the Lich. Is there anything else we need to hint for right now? Speaking out of character? I think that was it, just the identification. Mm -hmm. Well, let's uh, sign off by saying we will continue our search and contact you again with any questions or if we've successfully found what we're looking for. Yes, well, very good luck down there as best you can. Stay safe. I mean, obviously the uh, drow themselves are a peril. And just about everything else in the Underdark um, is uh, aligned against the drow. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, they may not take uh, too much notice of the fact that you aren't, in fact, the drow themselves. They may shoot first and ask questions later. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, once again, thank you for your time, Galchabar. You're most welcome. Um, so who wants this wand? Because just about anybody could use it. I, I personally don't care for it. But... Uh, so you said that it can't tell you like exactly how far away it is, just that we know that it's within 60 feet? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and uh, which direction. And it just tells you a hostile creature, so it doesn't actually specifically pick out one or another. You said, but it it does detect a direction. Yes. Yes. Um, and okay. one thing though, it, it is an attunable item though, so uh, you'll have to check and see how many attuned items you have in your inventories. Is the flame tongue an attunable item? I should keep a list because I have a lot. How many can you have? Three. Three. Okay. Yes, the flame tongue does require attunement as well. Okay. So the armor doesn't, no, and does the shield, or nope. is that just a cosmetic change? It's not like an attuning to whatever. No, nope, it's just a cosmetic change. Much as armor oh, changes its size for the wearer, um, magical uh, shields can change their co- their decoration on the front. An open spot for attuned items, so I'm going to go and attune to that great sword. And. Is the the pearl necklace probably is, is the brooch of shielding also an attuned item? Because then I might have over the limit. Oh, hmm. Well, we'll we'll look into it uh, later on. Okay. Okay, so there you guys find yourself uh, in the uh, corridor, uh, with a bowl full of water, and uh, behind you the uh, layer of the driders. And uh, what are we gonna do? Uh, before we keep going. Um, we had some extra healing potions at the beginning that weren't divided up, and I've used mine since we came down here, so is it possible that I could get another, or are we... You can, you can have my two. I'll only take one, so that you... All right. And... I have a, I have a bandolero that has five on him, three being greater, two being regular. Can I have a greater? Sure. Yeah, I just took a regular healing potion off of... No. Uh, greater's a 4d4 plus 4, Arlen. Thank you. So, Mr. DM, was, is it fair... Can I do this? I don't know if I... Because um, we don't really talk about being encumbered or anything like that. But is it unexpected or unexpected or unreasonable to think that Craval could still walk with the glaive as like a walking stick slash pole? and still have the great sword attached to his back, or do I need to dump one into the back? No, I think that would work out just fine, yeah. Okay, just wanted to ask. Thank you, sir. You're such a I mean, nice you'd man. have to, like, drop your glaive if you were to fight with your great sword, though. Oh, I, I totally would. Yeah. But, and we wouldn't separate a staff from a, 
an old man who needs it to walk, right? <laughs> exactly. Despite the staff having a huge blade on the end of it. That's besides the point. It's it, it's a metallic uh, swan feather. Yes, yes, that's exactly. it. Well, the reason I ask is the glaive also doubles as my holy, holy focus. So that's why I asked. Very good. Okay, anything else we need doing before we start heading down the road here? Um, Is it I'm possible good. to take a long rest somewhere? How long have we been moving today? Well, you're, you're kind of most of the way through the day. So like you, as you saw in the upper world, it's early afternoon. Um, so, I mean, but, it's always possible. But we also didn't know where we were when we slept mm -hmm. in the day. Well... If it's early afternoon, so let's just say middle afternoon, like two, um, I think we should continue down this path a little way. Okay. And see if Adri remembers anything in terms of, oh my gosh, I'm almost, we're almost there type thing. And then if nothing, if nothing tries to eat us or we don't find anything, then we will pitch a camp as it were. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I can keep going. Do I notice anything? Um, as we're approaching well obviously um you know if, if wherever the driders went um you would not have gone because they're you know outcasts of drow society so uh th this would be you know kind of the wrong side of the track uh, tracks on the edge of town sort of uh, thing um but just the fact that the driders are here as we said the last time does suggest that you guys are getting in the right neighborhood i mean obviously you well, i mean the didn't the spider mention to craval a direction mm-hmm mm -hmm. Or the worthy ones, or the glorious ones, the glorious ones. Yeah, the glorious ones were, um, you find the main uh, path and head down from there. Yeah, well, we have our one way to go. So once we want to pack all our stuff back up and get moving, I think that now is a great time to do that. Yeah, for another few hours at least. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very good. So you guys uh, pack up and start heading out. And um, it's very interesting. After about another hour of hiking through the, the tunnels, and and it's, um, as you can imagine with the driver's presence in there, uh, the tunnels never get terribly uh, narrow. They, there's always enough room for a, a driver to squeeze through in, in their enlarged state. And so they're, they're about 10 feet wide. Um, but after about an hour the tunnel ends in a crack in the wall that enters a much larger or crosses with a much larger tunnel um, that's you know heading from left to right in front of you and, and does have a definite slant down to the right. And this one is about 20 feet wide. And uh, so it, it definitely seems to be a much um, larger boulevard or thoroughfare if there's such a thing in the underdark okay so i'm thinking there's probably not a lot of traps here as far as i know the draw are fairly arrogant and probably uh you know wouldn't expect anything really to be marching down their their thoroughfare so maybe we can just go on down but we should probably disguise ourselves do you want me to cast seeming Yes. How long does that last? Eight again? hours. Shablam. Everyone is now a drow. I'm a very tall drow. 
like a super sized drought. Um, do I remember anything about the city's ability to like detect magic or something? If like if we're to walk in and we're disguised, we might yeah, look to the question. untrained eye like like drove. But if we walk in and they're like, "Wow, okay, you guys are obviously disguised." Um, what you do remember is that um, the uh, there are you know being the the drow are devious, obviously. And there are spies everywhere. And um, the uh, children of Loth, her small ones, the little spiders, um, are often used by the various peoples to spy on one another. So uh, it's sort of like Aragorn said, not even the birds can be trusted. Mm -hmm. uh, so here in the Underdark, not even the bats and the, uh, and the spiders can't be trusted. And also, uh, I don't speak drove. This is going to be a problem if we're encountered. How are we I will go? just, um, well, fortunately, I'm also the only girl in the group, so I can make it seem like you guys are my handmaids. Servants of some sort? <laughs> Order us not to talk type of thing? Yeah. Hmm. Your group of lackeys? Do the drow have their own language? Yes. There's Yeah, there's like undercommon and then there's the... Oh, right. Drowish, elvish. Mm -hmm. mm, dialects. Yep. Deep speech, I think it's called. No. Deep speech is in the mind. That's beholders. Oh. I could be wrong. Deep speech is really cool. Alrighty. So, does this mean that we let our lady Adri, Mistress of Shadows, lead us further forward? I think that's the best idea. Well, if she was yeah. in command, though... Um... It'd be highly unlikely she'd be out as a scout, so it might. Well, I mean, like we walk as if we are in formation, and she is at the head. Well, okay, that could be. Yeah, she could be leading the group down there. Onward, brave soldiers! The camera that goes straight down. Very good. And so you guys uh, continue heading down, 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 and uh, you end up um, coming to an impediment. Um, you get to a point where the 20-foot wide passageway that you're in necks down to about 10 feet. And you notice that it is actually worked stone. Hmm. So it's uh, someone has actually Arduous. created this uh, spot here in the you know, this narrow defile. And when you, you know, press forward through it, it opens up into another room. And there are actually drow waiting there in a line. Like play. a line to get in? No, like a line across the passage. That do be the nervous. Very good. And they are standing just in a line across the cavern there. And um, you guys notice that off to the left is kind of a little writing desk. Um, and there's a, maybe a, uh, you know, sheaves of parchment and things like that in tubes and a small strong box. And uh, it looks uh, to your eyes to be maybe some sort of a duty or tariff or toll collection spot. Um, but uh, the group is you know, obviously in a, uh, an aggressive pose. So the, uh, maybe, the, uh, maybe that's just how they collect the tolls here in the Underdark. But as you come in, the... Uh, female in the back the rest of them are male but there's there's a female in the back 
and uh, and she says, "Halt, overworlders, and explain your presence here." She knows we're overworlders and with seeming on. That's what she said. Yeah. Is it deception time? Is it too late for deception time? I don't know. Well, I'll sort of uh, walk up mm -hmm. and as confidently as I can kind of uh, put myself and I'll uh, use my minor illusion cantrip to kind of make a signet ring on my hand that looks like some noble house of, of the drow. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, overworlders, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm here to visit my cousins. And uh, she says over the shoulders of the, the line of, uh, of uh, drow warriors in the front, they says, our spies so pleasantly saw you change your appearance. I don't know why you did that. I'm assuming to fit in, but at the same time, you never can tell with overworlders. And actually, why don't you roll for me a deception there, Adri? Please tell me your deception is reasonable. Oh, no. Um, are you at all left? Eight. Okay. <laughs> Ten? And, uh, yeah, she rolled an 18 on her insight. I kind of forgot what? that uh, this wasn't my charismatic character. <laughs> use your luck, then. For dear God, child, use your luck. Are we out of luck? Didn't you well, know? now I already know what the outcome is, so. Okay, and actually, it's if sad. you could move Adri's character forward there about 10 feet, where she walked up to. Um, actually, 10 feet past there, yeah, or 5 feet past there, yeah. And uh, are the rest of you are still in the hallway there, or have you moved into the room? What, what have you done? I'm going to follow right behind Adri. Yeah, that's okay. And I'll follow too. I'm going to get killed. No, actually, you guys stay. Yes, yeah, stay right behind me, though, please. Okay. We're all going to get killed together. Um, anyway, so you see her peering at your hand with the fake signet ring. Um, and uh, she uh, looks down and, and says, that is no house that I know of. And she uh, addresses the line of uh, warriors there and, and says, seize them. We will straighten this out back in the city. And we all need to roll initiative. Very terrified. Unless you guys just want to go along peacefully. No. Do we? That would get us directly into the city. But it That only works on no. Star Trek, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it works every time I mean, on I Star Trek. I get the sense that uh, we're not really going to lie our way through this. <laughs> not after that roll, no. Okay. All right, guys, I tried. <laughs> so, uh, Cotter? Six. Wow, okay. And no one? Thirteen. And Adri? Eighteen. There's there's the eighteen. There's the eighteen. <laughs> and Creval? Nineteen. Okay. And then Arlen? Nine. Okay. This is going to be painful. No, I don't think it'd be too terribly it's bad. It's going to be painful. Could be, could be, could be worse. It's going to be real bad. <laughs> You're feeling a little spent, you thinking? Well, I can, I can explode one time and then okay. potentially two times. Okay, so... Um, you can explode as much as you want. So basically, from this side to the other, we have sword, because he's holding a sword up in the air, and spear, and then that one has um, white things on his helmet, so we'll call that white. Wings. Yeah, white wings. And then that one's got a crest on his helmet, so we'll call it crest. 
And then the next one has gold wings, so we'll call him gold. And then that one on the far side is leaning forward, so we'll call him lean. And then the one in the back actually is not carrying a bow, but a, carrying a staff instead. And But we'll call her bow because her miniature's got a bow on it. Um, oh, her lady. Yes. The, the ones in front are all dressed in various uh, bits of armor, uh, chain mail and so forth. And uh, the, But the one in the back is actually wearing... Um, just some uh, spider motif robes. I need to check my spells. Okay. And we start off. And um, Kraval, uh, what are you going to do? They're uh, moving forward as if to seize you. Uh, they do have their weapons out. Um, they're not trusting you're going to go along, uh, you know, nice and, and compliant. But at the same time, they haven't actually started swinging uh -huh. at you. It's not a concentration spell. Um, I will lay my glaive down and pull the greatsword off my back and light it okay. as uh, it comes off. And then I will strode, I will walk in a purple stride up to the center of those individuals. Uh huh. And I will just speak out in a gruff voice. You would steal my lady's chattel from her? From her successful hunt, you will die. And I will release spirit. And You're like, down. I don't know a word you just said. <laughs> Basically, I said you would take my what my lady has enslaved her chattel and claim it for your own. And I will not think so. And then I will release the spiritual guardians encircling all of them. Okay. And that what's the radius on that? That is a 15-foot radius from myself. Okay, so basically it's going to get um, the uh, one in front of you and and then... Um, everything except for the two on the outside. Yeah, everything except the two on the outside. Yep, so the two on the outside won't be won't be affected. Okay, good. And then that, that starts out when they first, uh, when they first do a, their turn, right? Uh, yeah, obviously my friends aren't going to be affected. And it says when the creature enters the area for the first time or starts its turn. Okay, real good. So um, the next one up is um, Lean, all the way on the right-hand side. And uh, he is less than imp impressed with uh, you doing that. And so he will go and he um, slips out a hand crossbow and takes with a... Safe. And takes mm. a shot at you. He's outside yeah, the, the zone. He, you know, that's one all the way on the right. Oh. Or the left oh, okay. to you. Yeah. And uh, takes a, a, a shot at you. And it appears to be on at this point. And he gets a 17 with that. Does that bounce Misses. off your armor? Okay. So just glances off your armor. And then next up is Adri. What are you going to do? Uh, which one is the lady person? In the back. In the back? Okay. Um, I'm figuring she's probably a magic user um, based on my knowledge of the Underdark. Um, and I'm gonna aim for her. And I'm gonna shoot her. A 14 to hit? Okay, and a 14 does not hit. She apparently has nine. mage armor on and it, it just bounces off that. 28. <laughs> that does hit, though. Yeah. Okay. So frustrated with missing that first one, I shoot for uh, 12 damage. Okay. 
And then I'm going to shadow step behind her. Directly behind or how close do you want to be? Uh, directly behind. And then I'm going to punch her in the back of the head twice with Flurry of Blows. Well, that's not nice. He wasn't nice. I wholeheartedly agree. Expending a luck point to reroll that. 25. 25 does Oh, hit. and I get advantage. I should have... that, So I don't have to expend a, a luck point because I just re-rolled the second one and that okay. was 25. Um, so that hits, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm, yep. For eight points of damage. Okay. This time I am expending a luck point because both of those were garbage. Uh, for a 20 non-natural. Okay. And another seven points of damage. Okay. Okay, very good. And then uh, White gets to go, and it has to make a uh, wisdom saving throw, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and they get the nat 20. He'll take seven points of radiant. That's happened. So three. Very good. And then, um, not at all happy with what that, he'll take... Um, a short sword swing at you. Is he going to move up? Uh, no, it's white. This one right right in front of him. Ah, him. that yeah. one. Yeah. I was looking at the guy with the horn. Not, yeah, not spirits. Yeah. And he gets a 21 to hit. Does that hit you? Yes, sir. Okay. So you take um, a grand total of six points of damage. And you must make for me a constitution saving throw. 23. Okay, no problem there. But you definitely uh, feel that his blade is coated with something. Okay. And then um, Sword gets to go. And he notices, Adri, that you uh, bounced back there. So he runs around. Is this Sword? Yep. No. That's Sword yeah, on the end there. Right. Yep. Runs around the uh, flying cherubs of death and comes up and uh, goes and tries to take two short sword attacks on you. So the first one is a nine. He rushed it and didn't do too well. But the second one is a 25. Oh my gosh. I mean, I guess. And so you take five points of damage from the uh, hit there. And then, of course, obviously you shirk off the poison damage. So that's not very useful for him Correct. at all. And uh, he kind of registers that you're not terribly affected by that. And then no one, you get to go. Okay, so uh, looking at the board there, is all the uh, checkered area available for movement? Yep. All right, so then I am going to, I have a move of 50. I'm going to try to skirt past it looks like shield there and get as next to the, uh, to the, uh, the mage as I can. Okay. Hmm. One more. Is that 50? He was here. 15, 30, 40. So yeah, you'll, you'll end up one square away running around the outside. Okay, but I'm, I'm, but I'm next to sword there, right? Actually, you are next to sword. Okay, um, before, that's fine. Um, if you do want to just skirt around spear and stay in his damage zone, I think you can cut off enough squares to make it. So take an opportunity attack from, from uh, uh, spear there. No, no, if he just stays in the zone, he can make it to there instead of here. Instead of avoiding 
avoid sword, not spear, I guess, and end up there. Okay. Okay, I'm sort of in the middle of a bunch of them, but I'm within range of the uh, magic user. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to uh, activate Uncanny Defense. Uh, patient Defense, maybe? Yeah, sorry. Combined the two. Yeah, and then um, I'm going to take uh, three swipes with my claws at that magic user. Okay. So non-natural 20. Okay. That definitely hits. That's for 10. Ouch. 19. Um, yep, that hits. For 12. Okay. And 23. Yeah. For 7. Okay. Very good. Okay. Anything else? How's, how's our... Uh mage person looking a little a little uh, beat up at this point excellent okay and then arlen you get to go what really yeah all right let us mm, yeah might as well okay i'm going to scorching ray lean okay oh man go big just blow them all up well i'm I'm saving my last third level spell slot for um, um, I'm just teasing you, for brother. counter spell you for the mage because I can do that. Does a, a 25 hit? 25 does hit, yes. Okay, please take seven points of fire damage. Okay. Second. Does a 19 hit? Um, a 19 does hit, yes. Please take six points of damage. Putting this one away. Okay. And does a 19 hit. A 19 does. Please take five points of damage. Okay. Very good. And then gold gets to go. And it steps forward one. It has to make a wisdom yeah. saving throw, right? Mm-hmm. And gets a seven. So it's going to take it full there, Kraval. Ugh. That's... He's going to hate that. 15 points of Radiant. Okay. And basically, it takes one step and just crumples to the ground. Oh. Is that gold? Gold does, yeah. It's a little uh -huh. just falls 20 <laughs> feet forward. Okay. And Cotter, you get to go. Okay. I'll uh, move up next to Krival and ignite my sword and attack Crest. Okay. Between my sword and your sword, it's bright as heck right now. Yeah. That is a... Did you light your fire sword? Yes, that's what I said. And mm -hmm. that's uh, 18 to hit. 18 to hit him? Yep, that definitely hits Crest. Four. Uh, 13 points of damage. Okay. I only have a plus three. And that looked painful, must say. Mm. All right. Okay. And then it's actually Crest's turn, and it uh, rolls its wisdom save and gets a 16. Does that save? Yes, it does, sir. Okay. And he will retain... Oh, that was a really good roll, too. Uh, he'll take five points of radiant damage. Okay, and he crumples under the uh, cherubic assault. Oh, no, these aren't cherubs. These are something out of a waking nightmare right now. Very good. This is like Indiana, Indiana Jones-type specters. 
Okay, and um, then let me check something out real quick here. So we'll see what happens with this. Interesting. Okay, so um, all of a sudden the uh, mage starts getting surrounded by a cloud of mist. Actually, reaction counterspell. Okay, and you just see... I love that. <laughs> and you see surprise on her face. Is it a third level or lower spell? I'm pretty sure it is. Let's check and see. Wait a second. I can just see down here. It is, in fact, a second level spell. It uh, immediately fails. Okay. So you see the, the mist, um, and you can see her concentrating as if she's going to do something, and then the mist just kind of goes away. I've been waiting so long to use that spell, and I just peeked my microphone. Yeah. And um, you just see surprise register on her face. And then you see it turn to anger. <laughs> and she disappears. I hate you. Oh, shadow step. And she is just absolutely gone from in front of you. Just bing, gone, winks out of existence. Okay. It's going to get very stingers up. And Actually, then, did, did she do the wisdom saving throw for the... Oh, she didn't do the wisdom saving throw for the sheriff. So, yeah, we should start out with that. And gets an eight. So she'll take some damage. She will take 10 points of radiant damage. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, she looked pretty beat up by the time the cherubs are done with her. Okay, and we move on to Spear. And... Needs to roll. Needs to roll. Yep. Yeah, I wanted to use that for so long. And Spear gets an 11, so he's going to take it full, right? Yep, 12 points of radiant. Okay, and he crumples to the ground. You get the feeling these were kind of low-level lackeys. Okay. And we go to the top of the round and Craval. What are you going to do? Who's left? Uh, there's white in front of you. Lean all the way to the far side and sword back there uh, by Adri. All right. So the, the one in front of me, I'm just going to try to cleave in twain. Okay. Uh, that will be a 27. Yes. So is the flame tongue greatsword um, like four d six? Two greatswords are two d six. So yeah, four d six plus the a... flame tongue da damage. So that's nine points of slashing and seven points of fire. Okay, and basically you just uh, cleave them clean in two, and his flaming bits go flying either direction. I will step over his smoldering corpse and go to the guy directly in front of me, whoever's um, closest. So you're gonna run past. Uh, Run past uh, Noan and go straight for sword? Uh, yeah, but that's where I'm going to end my turn. Okay. So you're just going to crowd sword there. Okay. And then Lean gets to go. And um, obviously, um, seeing as there are issues, goes running to the back and goes after Adri. So Adri is sandwiched on both sides and takes two short sword swings. The first one being an 18. Does it hit you, Adri? Yes. And the second one being a 11. So that one's not going to. And once again, you take um, eight points of damage from the, the stab wound. But once again, the uh, poison on the blade doesn't seem to affect you. Okay. And then white is out. And it is time for Adri to go. So the last one left, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard so, time so you've deciphering. Got <laughs> lean on one side and sword on the other. Okay. Um, the Clear out. 
Actually, no, just leave them there for now. They're, they're obstacles. The one um, to, I guess, Mike, you're right. One in green yes. there? Yeah. Yes, That's I'm going to attack that guy. Okay. Luck point. <laughs> uh, 17 to hit with a bow. Okay, and 17 does not hit. Just glances okay. off his armor. Um, then I'm going to, I think, just do Flurry of Blows again. I'm going to keep trying that. I don't hit that one either. <laughs> but then my two unarmed strikes, let's see. Uh, 21 to hit. Yeah, that would do it. Six points of damage. Okay. And then uh, 17 to hit, which again doesn't hit, so. Okay, so a mostly ineffective turn. That was a poop round. Yep. Okay, and then Sword gets to go, and um, since he was attacking Adri, he'll continue to attack Adri, even though... Uh, wisdom save. Oh, that's right. They're all in the wisdom zone, aren't they? Okay, and... Um, Get in the zone, wisdom zone. So he does a... 13 for wisdom. 17 points of radiant damage. Ouch, that hurt. He hadn't been touched, though. So, Okay, good. And um, he goes and takes two swings at Adria again. And 14 and 16. Does the 16 hit you? Nope. Okay, so you're able to dodge aside. And then um, next up is Noan. Okay, um, I will activate Flurry of Blows this time. Okay. And I'm going to take first a swing at, looks like Sword is right there by me, correct? That is correct. You have to dodge around uh, no, or, uh, Creval, but Actually, then... can I get behind Sword? Yes. Okay. So you get an now advantage on your first attack. Okay. Uh, 16. Okay, and 16 is not a hit. Okay, attack two. No, it was a 12. Okay, nope. Not 20. That would do. 15. Okay. And my last attack. 28. Yes. Or 11. Okay. Okay, he looks a little beaten up now. Very good. And... Um, there's no one. Then Arlen, you get to do something. I'm going to move forward. Okay. There sounds good. Okay. And I'm going to firebolt sword. Oh, you guys all piling on sword. Okay. That was so close to a nat one. Uh, 14. 14 does not hit. Very upsetting. Yep. Okay. And then Cotter. Can I see the um, person you teleported out? The magic user? You know, you can, they're no. not apparent in this room. Okay. Then I'm going to move up and attack lean okay. twice. So first attack is a 15. Uh, nope. Second attack is a 17. No. Hmm, okay. Just is able to parry both those blows. And um, then Arlen, mm -hmm. if you could put this directly behind you. Love that for me. So do you remember 
way back in Savitas Cataracta when you had to go into the sewers of Waterfall City. And there was a shadow demon. I can recall. One of those rises out of the floor behind Arlen. I don't like that. No, not the one. And you just see it ready its claws. And it uh, goes to make a swing at you. All right. This is where I die. Good- goodbye, everyone. You're at full health. He gets advantage. <laughs> I also have shield, which is plus five. So that's Oh, my gosh. Very nice. Um, so it's a 12 to hit. Nope. So apparently it was... With uh, advantage? Yes, with advantage. I rolled a nat one on the second roll. So, Very stingers up. Yeah, so it... Uh, Apparently is not uh, not able to uh, make any headway against you. Okay, and then Creval. Uh, it's that guy in front of me still standing, right? Yes, Sword and Lean are still on either side of Adri. I would like to recklessly assault the guy in front of me. Okay. Uh, t- non-natural twenty. Okay, that definitely hits. Yeah, not for very much, though. Uh, that'd be six points of slash. Okay. And then eight more points of fire. Okay. That's still a bundle. And, uh, oh, as a bonus action, uh, Arlen, have you been hit yet? No. Okay. Uh, Adrian, who's, who's been beat up the worst? I'm doing all right. Okay. Then at level two, I will summon a magic weapon behind the shadow demon. Uh, 17. Uh, and a 17 does hit. 10 points of bludgeoning. Okay. Or actually, it's force damage, I think, for a spiritual weapon. Sounds good. Is that shadow demon within my aura of 15 feet? I do think so. 5, 10, yeah. just, just within 15 feet, yeah. Then he needs a wisdom saving throw as well, please. Okay. And gets a 20, uh, well, a 20. Uh, He will take a massive whopping five points of radiant damage. Okay. And he's not happy about that, but it seems to affect him more than you would think it would. Um, And perhaps as a uh, demon is is, uh, vulnerable to radiant. Okay. And then are you done, Creval? Yes, sir. Okay, Adri, you get to go. There's a fracas okay. on all sides of you. All right. Um, is the one that I shot last time still? Is yep. that the one that's next to me? Yep. Okay. To I'm gonna him. try to murderize him. Okay. Can I suggest rolling high then? Uh huh. Does an 18 hit? It does exactly. Okay, good. Come on. Perfect. Minimum damage of six. Okay. <laughs> Last luck point. <laughs> uh, 24 to hit. Okay. And a 24 definitely hits. And then uh, 13 points of damage. Ooh, okay. That hurt. Still standing? Still standing, but looks a little beat up. All right. Um, I'm going to beat him up more. Were a little uh, sterner stuff than the ones in the middle. Spend a key point for Flurry of Blows, and I'm just going to kick him. At 20. Okay. Yay. 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then my final kick uh, is 
I can count. Why is my brain being that is a 20 something. Okay, <laughs> And then another six points damage. Okay, and he's looking pretty wobbly there. You uh you no. set upon is he not dead? <laughs> not dead yet, Jim. Okay. And then Sword gets to go. And uh, he's not at all happy about this. So Creval, he rounds on you and gives you two uh, thwacks with the sword. It's because I'm bronze, isn't it? Yep. And um, you, the first one is a 26. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you take five points from the stab, but you are not immune to poison. And you'll take... Oh, no saves? That's harsh. Yep. It's just straight up poison damage. And so you'll take eight more points of poison damage. Yikes. Thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Uh, turns out you can. Let's see what the second roll is. The second roll is an 18, which I believe does not hit your new shiny plate mail. Just misses. Okay. Very good. Oh, and he has to do wisdom save, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. And he gets, oh, a, a 10. So that's not going to do it. Nope, but he's... Ooh, ouch. He took 17 points of Radiant for okay. that failure. He looks like he's barely standing, so... And then... Uh, I'll give it to these guys. That's pretty tough, man. He's just getting wailed on and still hanging in there. Yeah, and speaking of wailing on, uh, Noan, you're up next. Okay, so Sword is looking pretty... Pretty wobbly. All right, I will do a Flurry of Blows again. Okay. And am I able to position myself behind this dude? Uh, you'd have to dance around him, but yeah, you can get advantage on the first attack right. that way. I shall do so with the 28. The uh, 28 definitely hits. And for a lowly 7. Okay, but that knocks him down. You just hear a crunching noise and down he goes. I have three more attacks, so I'll step forward towards Lean. Okay. And uh, claw, claw him three times. 29. Yes. For 8. Okay. 15. Uh, does not hit. He was able to parry that one. 23. That hits. First seven. Okay, and down he goes. Of course you would take them both. So now yeah. all is left is a shadow demon. That's the no one way. That's the no one way. Yep. Okay, and Arlen, there's a, speaking of which, there's a shadow demon right behind you. Firebolt. Okay. Well, right in front of me. Well, right in front of you now, yeah. 22. 22 hits. Please take for me 18 points of fire damage. Ouch. That's my turn. Okay. And then speaking of Cotter, Cotter. Okay. I'll turn around and go back towards the threat. There's a quite large pile of miniature bodies. Mm -hmm. that. Okay. And then I will attack the fire or er, shadow, the shadow demon twice. Okay. That's a 21 to hit. Dead hits. That is oh um, 10 points of damage. Okay. Two of which were fire, if that matters. And the second attack is a 23. Okay, hits again. Still not that great. Um, 12 points of damage. Okay, and um, it looks like it's barely standing at this point in time. And then all of a sudden, these vapors just start rolling up out of the ground at your feet. And who's, it, who's you? 
Um, everybody okay. except it's no one will be just slightly out of it. One, two, three, four. Yeah. So it basically covers a um, twenty foot ride radius. So everybody that it, um, except no one will the vapors all of a sudden mm-hmm. just um, twenty foot diameter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, actually, that's a good question. If it's a radius or a diameter, and it is a twenty foot radius. Okay. So it's everybody. Well, it depends. Is it centered over here? Or over it's here? It's centered right in the middle of the group there. So it's everybody. Right, right next to, uh, right next to Corval. And yeah, just a vapors start, um, start going in and uh, clouding the whole area. Everything is heavily obscured, and um, you guys are sitting in the middle of all these vapors, and they smell vaguely sulfurous, um, and uh, pretty nasty actually. Very acrid. Okay. And so, the demon goes again and tries to claw... Wisdom save. Yeah, that's right. We have to do wisdom save now. And it gets a two on his wisdom save. He fails, and that will be a 14 points of radiant. Okay. And it just disperses and disappears. Okay. And then we go to the top of the order, and Kraval. Want to try that Sir, one? you must make for me a constitution saving throw. You get a plus three to it. 22 then. Okay. With a plus three. So you make make the save without too much trouble. However, you're still breathing in these horrible vapors. Can I use my 30 feet of movement to get out of the vapors? Of course. Once uh, we've done this uh, whole rolling thing here. Okay, so you take... A lot. Nine points of damage, since you made the save, from the uh, of poison damage, um, and then you can move. Yeah. Um, I'd like to move down from the way to the way we came in, so I can reclaim my uh, glaive. glaive. Okay, so you back out of the cloud that way. Okay, good. Yeah. And then, can I make a perception check to see if I see who's casting these spells? Yes. Oh, that's really really good. Okay, so prepare for soundbite. Uh, 19 plus my perception bonus is a 32. I'm oh oh, sorry, gosh. 31. Uh, okay, only, only 31. So you are pretty sure that way off in the hallway, um, you know, past this chamber, you heard somebody murmuring a spell, uh, and you're so you're expecting whoever it is there, and there may be they may be a hundred or more feet down the hallway. Um, I'll just point that way with my with uh, the flaming greats. Well, if wants flaming greats order, wave the way you want to look at it, and just yell down there. Okay, and then anything else? Uh, that's my whole turn. Okay, Adri, Constitution save. This will be fun. It's one of my things. I'm gonna fail. Down. Actually, got a seventeen, which I was not expecting. <laughs> plus okay. three for Cotter. Oh, then then nope. twenty. Not no plus three. Oh, okay, then seventeen. Okay, so you take. Um, Is it all points, poison damage? Because then I take damage, none. So you take none at all. And Yay! What do you? Are you gonna do anything else? Um, where where did Krival point to? Back out of the back of the uh, room there. Where's Where's my character? Okay. Um, how many squares is that? Fifty is here, and it was even further down the okay. hallway. Okay, I'd like to shadow step that direction. Okay. Uh, what do I see? Just an empty hallway. 
And once again, once you get past the uh, end of the hallway here, it's once again been um, narrowed with dressed stone, but then it widens back out again into a, a, a 20 foot wide passageway that looks like it's fairly well traveled. Uh, can I use my action to like look around in that area to see if I see what Krival was talking about? Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Eight. No, um, it just seems to be a totally empty hallway. Okay, anything else? Uh, no, I think, okay. well, I, I guess, no, because that was my action was to do that. So now that's it. Okay, and no one, what are you going to do? Oh, it's first thing, constitution save? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. You're not going to take poison anyway, so. I fail it, but I'm still okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna book it towards where Adria is. Okay. And I will also make that, what, a perception check? Mm-hmm. 11. Nope. Um, if there was something here, it's long gone, apparently. Okay. And in, uh, then Arlen? You get a plus three. 25. Okay. You make the save. Uh, but you take 10 points of poison damage from being in the cloud. Okay, you move out of the cloud. Can I also make a perception? Um, yes, but you'll do it at a disadvantage because you're way the heck down the hall. You're still in the room. 10. Nope. I forgot that I'm bad at perception. You you, you have no idea what uh, Kraval was, was uh, signaling there. Can I... I don't even think that would work. Never mind. Okay. Like, just might as well ask if I could do it. Just chuck a firebolt down the hallway. Sure. Um, it doesn't hit anything, though. It just goes streaking down the hallway there. Okay. Yeah. And nothing is, over, like, the full 120 mm -hmm. It just goes distance. streaking off in the distance. Uh, Adrian and Noan just see it's you know, streaking over their shoulders down the hallway. Okay. Kind of like the phasers on the, uh, on the Starship Enterprise. And finally, Cotter, give me Constitution. 16. Okay. And you take a whopping seven points of poison damage. And I will also get out of the cloud stinking cloud. Actually, am I? Yeah. Yeah. We're out. Just barely. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. Very good. Well, is anybody else going to do anything else here? Or are you going to try to regroup? I guess, I mean, we should keep going down the hall and try to regroup. I think we should take that ledger book to see who's been here and see if we can maybe That's also a good idea. pretend to be one of those folks. Okay, so... Yeah, um, I'd like to, once the cloud clears, I'd like to start searching the bodies. Okay. Is it, the cloud a concentration, do we know? Or does it just sit there? Well, you do know that it dissipates uh, just about the time Adrian and Noan turn backwards. Uh, hey, Arlen. Yeah. Can can you use seeming to make us look like the people we just beat up and killed? Uh, tomorrow. Because, I mean, we could, like, steal their outfits. That's and... true. Actually, let me see how many points. Well, their outfits are kind of shredded and bloody right now. We can steal parts of their outfits. <laughs> well, we can... It, we don't have to steal their outfits. Seeming can change your clothes. Uh, I need to get to Sorcerer... Sorcery points. Fifth is four. Yes, I can. So I can 
get rid of my last two first level spell slots, which would give me four, six. No, I'm one short. Womp womp. Two, four. And it's probably not safe to hang out here for eight hours. Definitely not. Okay. Um, so you're going to regroup back in the room and uh, investigate the ledger book and all that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So. Okay, good. And then that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, um, yeah, so much to talk about here. So uh, those of you playing along in the home version of the game probably realized that the uh, mage did not teleport out as the party thought, but rather cast improved invisibility, allowing her to run out of the room and then continue casting spells on everybody from the, uh, from the hallway down there as she fled out of there. And uh, obviously, since someone made it out alive, that could cause some... Um, repercussions later shall we say um and also another note on this particular fight i used a uh, low level drow in the middle obviously you saw him going down with only one hit um and this actually is kind of a carryover from fourth edition with his minions and uh, that was kind of a fun thing um those of you that uh, grew up reading a lot of fantasy fiction the conan novels and so forth um obviously you know saw him sitting there thigh deep in, in uh, slain enemies many times. And so it's kind of fun to throw a lot of low-level things at the party and have them just mow them down and uh, makes them feel powerful at the same time as you give them a couple of really big baddies that they have to defeat. Uh, but anyways, um, let's talk about the elephant in the room, or in this case, the spider. So if you remember... Last episode, after they defeated the Driders, I had them all do a perception check to see if they realized that there were spiders all over the place. And they realized there's spiders all over the place. So what does the party do this time around? They cast Seeming, and then they ask about, uh, is there any way that the Drow could figure out? And I told them, right there, they use the spiders! Did anybody think to do a perception check to see if there's spiders on the ceiling? No! Guess what? There's spiders on the ceiling. That's how the uh, uh, tax collectors realized that they were, in fact, overworlders. And uh, uh, party still hasn't realized that. So um, that's probably only going to make things worse as they get deeper down into the tunnels. But there we are. And then finally, um, yeah, they started uh, paying attention to how many attuned items they have. So needless to say, between sessions, we have an attuned item audit to do. But there we are. Anyway, so the party has uh, worked their way through this first drow gauntlet. And obviously, if there's a drow gauntlet, they must be pretty close to the drow. So uh, they uh, are obviously going to be in the thick of it pretty soon. So what's going to happen in the next episode? We'll have to wait for that episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.